NBA in-season tournament explained, groups, format, schedule, prizes for new event. Jack Maloney. Getty Images. The NBA officially announced the details for the in-season tournament, a brand new event that will have its inaugural competition during the 2023-24 season, on Saturday during an interesting ceremony that included a performance from Jabbawockeez. After much discussion and planning, the in-season tournament is finally real. What it is not, however, is intuitive. Here is everything you need to know about the league's latest event. What's the format? There are two parts to the in-season tournament, the group stage and the knockout rounds. Every team was randomly drawn into a group of five teams within their conference. They will play four group stage games, facing each team in their group once. The six group winners will advance to the knockout rounds along with two wildcard teams, the team in each conference with the best record in the group stage games that did not win its group. The knockout rounds will be single elimination. Every group stage game and the quarterfinals and semifinals will count as regular season games. The quarterfinals will be played in market with the, the higher seeded team hosting, while the semifinals and championship will be played at a neutral location in Las Vegas. The championship game will not count as a regular season game. What group is my team in? The six groups were decided by a random draw after each team was placed into one of five pots to ensure a uniform alignment of quality. The first pot, for example, included the three teams in each conference with the best regular season record last season, while the second pot had the fourth through sixth best records in each conference last season. And so on and so forth. Here's a look at the six groups. East Group A Team Pot Philadelphia 76ers 1. Cleveland Cavaliers 2. Atlanta Hawks 3. Indiana Pacers 4. Detroit Pistons 5. East Group B Team. Pot. Milwaukee Bucks. 1. New York Knicks. 2. Miami Heat. 3. Washington Wizards. 4. Charlotte Hornets. 5. East Group C. Team. Pot. Boston Celtics. 1. Toronto Raptors 2. Brooklyn Nets 3. Chicago Bulls 4. Orlando Magic 5. West Group A Team Pot Memphis Grizzlies 1. Phoenix Suns 2. Los Angeles Lakers 3. Utah Jazz 4. Portland Trailblazers 5. West Group B Team Pot Denver Nuggets 1. Los Angeles Clippers 2. New Orleans Pelicans 3. Dallas Mavericks 4. Houston Rockets 5. 
West Group C. Team. Pot. Sacramento Kings. 1. Golden State Warriors. 2. Minnesota Timberwolves. 3. Oklahoma City Thunder. 4. San Antonio Spurs. 5. When will it be held? The in-season tournament will begin on November 3rd, with group stage games will running from November 3rd to 28th, however, tournament games will take place exclusively on Tuesdays and Fridays. The quarterfinals will be played on Monday and Tuesday, December 4th to 5th, on the higher seeds floor, then the action moves to Las Vegas for the semifinals on Thursday, December 7th, and the championship on Saturday, December 9th. There are the tiebreakers. What are they? The six group winners and two wildcard teams that advance to the knockout stages will be decided first on win-loss record. In the event that two teams are tied either for first place in the group or a wildcard spot, the league will use a series of tiebreakers. 1. Head-to-head record in the group stage. 2. Point differential in the group stage. 3. Total points in the group stage. 4. Regular season record from the 2022-23 season. 5. Random drawing, if, somehow, there are two teams still tied after the first four options. What are the awards and prizes? The winning team will receive a new trophy, called the NBA Cup. On an individual level, there will be an in-season tournament MVP and an all-tournament team. In addition, the league will establish a prize pool that will be allocated to teams that advance to the knockout stages. Players will earn more money the longer their team survives, with the title winners receiving the highest payout. Here's a breakdown of the money up for grabs. Players on a team that loses in the quarterfinals, $50,000. Players on a team that loses in the semifinals, $100,000. Players on a team that loses in the championship, $200,000. Players on a team that wins the championship, $500,000. Watch now! Las Vegas, the future of the NBA, arrived here in fits and starts Friday night, the mesmerizing magic of Victor Wimbanyama mixed with the inevitable reality of a summer league debut, that it is one game, that the sample size is small and the measurements wholly imprecise, that Rome was not built in a day, and that future kings of any sport do not take their kingdom in the opening acts of their stories. Wemby was not great, sure, by any box score standard. But between the missed shots, the clear nerves, the 2 of 13 shooting, and the at times lackluster play of those around him, between the general summer league-ness of Wemby's introduction to the NBA were the flashes of greatness and hints of genius that built his hype in the first place. He was passive, yes. Nervous, absolutely. And often seemed to disengage from being an active participant in the game that was about him and only him. Yet he still finished with 9 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists and 5 blocks. It was a bad shooting game that in its totality was awesome and that points toward a remarkable career. It was a complicated debut for someone who needs time but, outside of San Antonio, will get very little of it. And it remains true that, health allowing, the expectation and promise of the kind of player Wimbanyama can be, as with LeBron James and Tim Duncan before him, will meld into something wholly real and utterly dominant. That much was evident, despite the off night. 
You could see it in the uncanny court vision and precise passes it generated, despite his teammates flubbing a few would-be assists. In his reach and shot-changing ability. In the gravity, already, he created, and the space it made for his teammates. In the touch he featured on the bucket he made a man his size shouldn't be able to make and, time and again, those that failed to fall. They were still weirdly thrilling to watch. These little moments, the touchstones to hopefully what's to come, were the day's payoff of the anticipation for his, Spurs, debut against the, Charlotte Hornets. In the lead-up to the game, it felt special, different, big. The Thomas Mack and Center had sold out. Media, all the familiar faces of an NBA Finals, had seemed to make the trek to the desert, enough here that aren't routinely to signal this wasn't a normal summer league game. Two days after even Britney Spears had incited a mini-moment of exaggerated pop culture hysteria because she, too, wanted to be near this phenom, a nearly 19,000 person venue had filled nearly to the brim because so many others wanted to be in his presence as well. Wemmy seemed able to sense the moment, to feel the pull of the energy of the beginning of his NBA career. A short time before his game, he appeared in the tunnel, peeking out at the preceding game, his seven-foot-four frame shocking even across the arena, obscured by another game, crammed with players around him, his head blocked by a Boyd gaming scoreboard because he was too tall even for his actual entrance. When he arrived on the floor a short time later for warm-ups, even when Banyama's presence in a humdrum layup line seemed beyond belief. His height, his presence, all the promise, it was a magnet for thousands of eyes. His game, too, once it began, was bumpy, but beautiful. He blocked shots. He pulled down rebounds. He missed his first three attempts, then, on shot number four, made a nice kiss of the glass while drawing the foul and a sigh of part relief, part excitement from the crowd. Then he proceeded to miss, and miss, and miss again. He hit the floor, hard an arena holding its breath, and then bounced back up. As he surely will from this, one very insignificant but highly scrutinized exhibition basketball game. He finished the game with that 9-8-3-5 line over 26 minutes. It is worth repeating, this game is just a beginning, the tiniest of steps in a career highly anticipated and utterly overwhelming in its potential. Years from now, when Wemby is whatever he becomes star or cautionary tale, fulfilled hype or something less, Hall of Fame star or a player with another fate, the Spurs' 76-68 win in Summer League against the Hornets will not matter but it's what we have now. And it was, for every moment he was on the floor, incredible to watch.